All right. Scott, Barry, guys, I just want to say I listened to last week's episode and I got big problems with you guys. Uh Uh-oh. For example? The example is you guys said I was not there because I was canceled. Yeah. We canceled you. That is totally inaccurate and fake news. (laughs) In fact, it was much more harrowing event that happened. What did Karen? Why I didn't make it? What did Karen do now? Um, she was involved, but she basically came to my rescue. Oh wow, that works out pretty good. It's kind of a mixed bag then. Yes, because I was basically, and if I get choked up talking about this, they'll think you're me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I should probably yeah say my name before all these things. This is Joe speaking. Um, I was adult napped. No way, adult yeah. napped. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm. You guys familiar with that term? You've been held captive as an adult by some, by, by Karen. I'm exactly. Assuming. Karen did it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then she let you go, and you're giving her credit for releasing you. No, she does get credit, but I was going to say I was kidnapped, but that's not the case. But except I was kidnapped by a gang of four year olds. Uh, mm, yeah, we should have known that was coming. Yeah, you deserved it. I was walking down the streets of Twinsburg, and angry group of four-year-olds came up on their bikes and accosted me and they kidnapped me ends up being just general confusion and um fortunately i caught the whole thing on recording because you know me and my phone right thank goodness you've you discovered it records video (laughs) yeah right (laughs) this is audio i was talking to karen while i was doing this errand i hung up with her or i thought i did and that's when the attack happened so i just want to play it for you guys to explain my abs. I can't wait to hear it. All right, here we go. Boy, this box of non-perishables that I'm donating to the local orphanage sure is heavy, but it's worth it to see the smile on those kids' faces. Well, hello there, young lady. Get in the wagon. Um, excuse me? I said get in the wagon. Now, that's no way to talk to an adult. Wow, there sure are a lot of you. What's wrong, more than you can handle. Get in the wagon and nobody gets hurt. Okay, okay. Put this over your head. But it's a diaper. Put it over your head. Fine. Hey, I can't see a thing. Wait, is this diaper used? Who's blindsided now? Where are you taking me? We heard what you said about fighting four-year-olds. Fighting's bad. So you're going to get what you deserve. What's that? A time out. No, not a time out. Please, I'll edit the podcast. I take it back. I'll say anything you want. It puts the bottle in the basket or (laughs) it gets the sunscreen again, Barry. Wait, Barry? I'm not Barry. You didn't say you could whoop a gang of 104-year-olds. No, I'm Joe. I said I could take three or four of you at the most. Oh. So you'll let me go now? Can't. You've seen our faces. Oh, please. Hey, I know. Maybe we can make a deal. Hello? Karen, it's Joe. I need you for your very particular set of skills. Thanks for tucking me in, Mrs. Turner. Oh, it's my pleasure, honey. And you don't worry about those sad old men on Blindside. They're just idiots. Let's see. How about this one? Yes, it's my favorite. At Watershed Distillery, we work hard to handcraft premium vodka. <laughs> Sharing spirits which... Boy, this box of non-perishables that I'm donating so, to... You can see... <laughs> It, it was uh, traumatic. It really is. I, I'm, I'm glad you're you made it out alive. Thank, so, thanks to Karen. Yeah. But the answer to how many four year olds you could take on is one. Yeah. Oh, none now. And just so what I'm supposed to read from this, I am saying that I cannot take any four. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was harrowing. So what you're saying? I should. I should watch my back. I'm saying. Yeah. I sung like a bird when <laughs> when they were asking me about you. So I, I basically decided. I'm going to keep my discussion to like safe topics like like politics, global warming, 
homeless, sex acts. Oh, no, not, not those last two. <laughs> Maybe not so much those. Got it. All right. By the way, can we just say it's great to have you back? Yeah, it's good to have you back, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we are back and want to welcome everybody to the blind side. But before I get started with that, something doesn't feel right. Like the force is off. So I thought I want to do a quick roll call. Joe, here. Barry, here. Scott, here. Andy, here. That's the problem. I mean, that's the difference. Um, so we are joined today by two lovely ladies. And one might say they are the better halves, which I'm going to get to in a second. But um, Adrian, thank you for, for coming to Blindsided. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And Carol, thank you for coming to Blindsided. Never thought, well, I thought you would get here eventually, but <laughs> not this soon. And glad to have you. I'm very surprised too. So, go ahead, Barry. You may recognize Adrian from uh, the People's Proof. She's been on there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this is like a crossover for you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But when describing you, I was going to say you were Andy's better half, and that got me thinking about my first topic for the day was the idea of a better half. Like, and this was for the guys. And Scott, yours is kind of tainted now that Carol's here, but. Would you say your wife is your better half or 50% or would you say she is larger than that or less than that? And if you want me to, I'll go first. Wait. I don't, I'm not Barry, stepping on that line. Do you line. feel safe? I'm not right stepping now. on that landmine. Yeah. No way. Oh, I'm stepping on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say – this is probably why I get in so much trouble with Karen. I would probably say she is – Maybe 50, my better half, but maybe 49%. That's brave. What's, I know. What's that 1%? <sighs> I don't know. I just like to think I'm more entertaining. <laughs> Child management? No, that's her. That's what I mean. That That's well, – okay, so you got 51, yeah. Yeah, no, I got 51. Okay. So what would you think of Joni is? Is she the half or is she 75%, 99%? When people look at you as a couple, and it's like a scale, and I guess the heavy side would be the better side. You know, you know what we always say is she and I are uh, very complementary as far as our skill set when it comes to being a parent. Like she's extremely uh, well-organized, and she's good at planning things out and keeping track of when things happen, which a lot of moms do. And, and I'm cool with it, and she's fantastic at it. Um, and – you know, I'm better at math homework. <laughs> well, it's not just parenting. It's like, you know, if you go out as a couple, right? You're a whole. So it's not just parenting. That's true. That's true. Well, you know, I, I think of that as the most important job. Of, you know, Going out? That yeah, we, I agree. <laughs> oh, you're, you're talking about parenting. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Adrian? Do you think you are Andy's better half or do you think you're the – you think you guys are split right down the middle as far as halves go or – this reminds me of that ketchup versus mustard conversation last week. Andy's Which, the stronger of the two flavors. Well, then he would be, be mustard. The better of the two flavors. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> well, my first thought was, um, are we as a couple value add like a positive net positive to the earth? Or are we net negative? Because <laughs> if we're a half, does it matter if it's more half if it's negative or not? God damn it, Adrian! I knew you'd like. <laughs> Just start talking about stuff that's way over my comprehension. Okay. So I'm a better I'm better at math homework. Okay. For sure. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, no. It's yin and yang, man. It can't be fifty fifty because it depends. It's like a fluid it's fluid. So you're like an orb that like like a smoky orb that sometimes it's you, sometimes it's Andy. Like patience. That's all me, right? You know that? But like humor. So Andy's not He's not pretty patient. funny. Oh well, no. He's, he's impatient. I, I, everything's right. relative. So, right. So where he might be a score of like minus 150, right? I can bring it back. Yeah. To minus 125. Right, so. right. Yeah. 
Okay, I take mine back about Karen. I say she is 99%. Hey, Christian, let's edit that out until I'm just saying 99%. No, I'm joking. I want to know in what context is Andy uh, impatient? Because I don't see that. Oh, Jiminy Cricket, don't you? I, I don't Have you it. been on these blindsided podcasts? He doesn't, he doesn't get impatient with me. Go on a vacation with us. <laughs> <laughs> so like waiting in line at a restaurant, uh, waiting for anything, he just gets irritated? Yeah. Okay. All right, Scott. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to Carol. She's uh, a <laughs> good choice. She, she's safer than Andy. Even I know that's a good choice. <laughs> she's way more forgiving than Andy. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be who I am without her. We started dating when we were teenagers. And um, so she's definitely been the stronger influence, I think, on on me. But we've grown together. So because um, I think about like the evolution of our personalities and our relationship and, and where we are today versus where we started. And um, I mean, I think we both supported each other. But I think you su- she supported me way more than than I probably supported her. How so? Just um, emotional growth, um, pushing me to be the best I can be. Oh, very nice. um, All of those sorts of things. Scott's about to cry. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I completely disagree. Please cry. Because, like, I think he pushes me, like, way more. So, yeah. I don't think I'd be at all who I am without you. So There we go. See? Now it's blindsided the therapy. It's a very special blindsided therapy session. Yeah. (laughs) We should have had this on Valentine's Day. But Andy, so he's not here. Uh, Adrian, would you like to say where Andy's at? or Because uh, I'm not going to make up a lie like you guys did and say I was canceled. So um, where he excels is being beautiful. So he's with the beautiful people right now. Uh, that's a good point. That's right. Andy is filming something down in Ohio someplace. So everybody stay tuned to that. All right. Um, so then since the ladies, I imagine you haven't listened to any of the podcasts. <laughs> this is your first one attending. What we normally do is just go around the room and, like, guys talk about topics. And then at some point somebody might get blindsided, which means we'll bring up a topic that maybe they're uncomfortable with or, you know, puts them on the spot. So we're not really quite there yet. But um, Barry, you got anything? Yeah, I do. Okay, nice. So Joe was kidnapped, adult napped. Thank you. Right. Big difference. a lot of people when they get kidnapped, you know, they talk about something so incessantly. Like the kidnappers are like, "I got to get rid of this guy." Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, what would have been the thing had you been kidnapped for a prolonged period? What would you have talked about incessantly to irritate the four-year-olds? Well, if you were to ask Karen, she would say I was talking about myself because <laughs> <laughs> I talk about myself a lot, and um. I don't necessarily be something I I was saying or talking about. It would probably be something I was just doing. Like I sing a lot around the house. That's annoying. Like even like stupid stuff, you know, like I'm opening up the fridge. I'm opening up the fridge, you know. And then like my kids are caring from the other room. Be like, what are you doing? I'll be like, opening up the fridge. <laughs> and I I would imagine that gets tiresome. See, I think Carol would like that because. Um, I apparently don't signpost well, and so I'll switch topics or do something without adequately relaying what I'm about oh, to do. Right. Yeah. So you're signposting. Right. Yeah. They don't need to ask you what are you doing because they'll know what I'm doing. Yeah. I just right. sang about it. Yeah. How about you, Barry? I do a lot of annoying stuff. I think if I got kidnapped, I would probably sing a lot. I used to when I was I used to be a dishwasher at the spaghetti company in Solon. Remember when that restaurant used to be there? You you probably don't remember. Nope. I think it was it might have been gone before you even moved to Cleveland. But anyway, um, th- there's there was a Italian restaurant in Solon, and I was the, a dishwasher there for a couple of years. And I would just sit behind that machine and just sing like show tunes. Yeah, I get it. Because mm. I was so boring, I could I couldn't take it. I was you know okay at the job, but I would just sing like crazy, and and and, and nobody minded. Nobody ever cared. I got promoted to busboy because of your singing skills. You like the singing so. busboy? I think what? so. So dishwasher to busboy? Yeah. Oh, I was trying yeah. to figure out what was lower than dish uh, yeah. busboy. <laughs> yeah, I got promoted to busboy, and they, uh, you know, I, I bus tables for a while, and I was making a lot more money bussing tables because I was getting tips, and then um, 
one day the dishwasher quit and they told me I had to go back and wash dishes again and I quit. I shouldn't Couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I was like, I was done. Did you sing when you were busboying? Never. Really? Yeah. Never in the dining room. Okay. But right. that would be one thing I would do is I would be annoying and I would sing. I only said that because you, you said it and that made me think of it. I would probably do that. I would talk about – I would probably end up talking about like woodworking or movies or something like that a lot That's because that's, that's my thing. I would just endlessly talk about that. I could endlessly talk about those things. Adrian. Well, I think it depends if I wanted to escape or not. <clears throat> so if I was not or if I wasn't being mindful of escaping. So if I was just talking because I like to I'll talk. I'll just say who's – you got adult napped, which normally means it's an adult that get forced to go someplace against your will. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to leave? Right. So – but if I wasn't paying attention, like at first because I just talk, right? And I'm not focused. Yeah. Well, to, back to your question. I think she'd make friends with them and she wouldn't want to leave. Oh, then she'd be like, you know what? This is super interesting. Yeah. I'm going to stay here for a while. Together. Yeah. There's a word. So, it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my, my – well, well, you have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She would drink them completely out of vodka. Yeah. And, and then, then like, I'd – We can't afford to buy more vodka. Yeah. yeah. And she'd also be like – Irish. Yeah. <laughs> So um, my first my first gut feel was you know either talk about pricing because it's what I do for a living and everybody oh, finds it incredibly super, boring super interesting I, I think it's amazingly interesting everyone hates it or education because that's the other thing but if I wanted to get away I would hypnotize them oh you're getting sleepy they wouldn't know it though they wouldn't even and know this it. this is what terrifies Joe yeah I, I, I don't even like the he fact knows that, I, have I don't skill. even like the fact that I'm sitting across from you because then I can just I'm not going to make eye contact. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, Adrian, and that you hypnotize, right? Why aren't hypnotists like the world's best salesmen and women? Can you make Joe bark like a dog? Like they should just be able to be like, hey, I'm here to sell you this, you know, this air conditioner, you know, an igloo. And they'd be like, well, we don't need that. And he'd be like, yes, you do. (laughs) I would think that a good hypnotist would be the world's best salesperson so help me understand why you think that they're not. What's your data point? Yeah, Joe. You've been blindsided. <laughs> Hold on. I got a Google data point. Hey, Siri, what's a data point? So no, no, seriously. Um, I think people who do it seriously. Data point more... corporation. Original. Oh, oh come on, Siri. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Edit. No, but. I just gave a company free promo. <laughs> Um, people who, who do it seriously want to do it to help other people. It's it's more of a, you know, therapeutic kind of thing. They're not out there to – You're talking about pricing or hypnotism? Hypnotism. Oh. Pricing is all about the money. <laughs> hey. There's, I'm a very complicated, multifaceted person. <laughs> I think this is a good segue, guys. What do you think? Pricing? Huh? Pricing. Oh, yeah. All right. Wait, wait, wow, this wait, is wait. really early. I have a really good answer for what Scott would do. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to get to Scott first. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. the answer. All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, on the singing. Boring. <laughs> we got to talk about that. No, no, we'll come okay. back to you. Okay. So I'm a horrible singer. Like, I'm not even allowed in church. Mm-hmm. So, but, so the only place that I would sing, like when I was in high school, I raced motorcycles. And so these races were two hours to four hours long, depending on whether it was a state or a national race. I would do this crazy mixtape, I call it. And it would just be random songs. And, I, and I'm horrible at remembering lyrics. So I'd only remember like little bits and pieces, maybe parts of the chorus is all I'd remember. And I'd sing those, but like while I'm out on the trail over the engine noise of a motorcycle. So that was like, that's my only singing. But so go ahead. What would I do to drive people crazy? So you would never get to the location because you would give them so much help with their driving before <laughs> they ever got there. Like I can see you with the hood on and you'd be like, Oh, you made that turn kind of fast. There's a slow car coming up. You, you need to change lanes. Do you Why do that you to her, Scott? Uh, she he did it on the way up down here. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Let her drive, Scott. Just let her drive. So, so if Scott ever got adult mapped, he you would find him by the side of the road somewhere, just yeah. random. That they were like, okay, you need to get out of the car yeah, yeah. because, I, like, I've threatened to throw him out of the car like multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, she gets hangry. I, I just hope when I get adult napped is by a four year old because so I can trust their driving a little more than. 
There you go. All that stuff you talked about earlier, down the tube. I feel you, bro. It's my life every day. Highs and lows. No, um, I think we do have time to do this because there, there's a lot of stuff to cram in. But So, Adrian, tell us about your pricing experience. You own what? A management consulting firm that does pricing. That does pricing. So you would say you're a pricing expert. People would say I'm a pricing expert. Right. Yes, I would market myself as a pricing expert. All right, so people would. <clears throat> so what I thought we would do, we're going to play a little game here. It's a pricing game. It would be a take on the prices right, but I can't say that, so it's probably going to be the prices wrong. But I got some items here, and I search research prices for them, and I thought we would play a game. And I'm going to read off the item. You're going to tell me how much you think it costs. Her LinkedIn says she's a recognized pri- expert in pricing and value capture. Recognized by other people, see? That's good. Or by herself on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else typed that for it. <laughs> but then we're all then the, the, the three or four of you are gonna guess prices and we're gonna see who is truly the pricing champion. All right. I'm not getting buy in. You ready for Adrian? <clears throat> Ask your first question. Okay. There may be follow-up questions. Yeah. Uh, don't get all technical on me there. I'm going to read <laughs> off a product, and you tell me how much it costs, and we're going to see who's closest. All right. So the first one. Does that have anything to do with what, what you actually do? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be your out, Barry. It would, like, when, when she stinks at this game, she's going to be like, well, technically, that's not what I do. Right. But if she wins, it would be like, yeah, that's what I do. And I do it I'm more of a see how good I am? Pricer. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. I like what you saw there. All right. So the first one. How much is, because we were talking about ketchup last week, right? Mm-hmm. How much is a 60-gallon drum of ketchup? Scott, you're first. 60-gallon. Are yeah. you sure they actually sell this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, trust me. I researched all this stuff, and I even had to warn Karen in advance of some shady stuff that I'm going to have to search. And um, then I had to clear my browser history, but yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say like a, you know, the squeeze bottle thing. Mm -hmm. Was that like four or five bucks? I don't even know. Carol does the shopping, you know? Um, So I'm going to extrapolate up. I'm going to say it's $200. Okay. To a restaurant, to a wholesaler? Correct. Mm, See, this (laughs) is the problem. On the internet, Adrian. On the internet. Yeah. Published price on the internet. Yep. On Amazon? Was it used? Nope. GFS. <laughs> we don't have all day. Is freight included or not included? No, uh, not included. All right. But I'm only asking for the actual price. Of the 70, cat- 79.99. Okay. So is this like prices right? Like where if I go eighty dollars? Yeah, if you go eighty right now, you win. I'm going bullshit. 80. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the, hey, the, I the, oh yeah, sorry, Carol. I think that it is two hundred dollars. That's what I said. 80. You should say 201, Carol. <laughs> no, <laughs> final answer. Oh, my okay. God. I final answer, Carol. Answer. You, Carol, you she listen as well. 201. Oh. <laughs> Carol, you listen as well as Barry does. Um, <laughs> it's actually $450. Oh, okay, so oh, which what website are you looking at? <laughs> I'm not going to get into that, Adrian. Trust it's, my resources. Okay. Is well, this he, Hunts or Heinz? Can I, this was Heinz. Can I at least ask if you've been consistent oh. then? Yes. Okay, they're all from the same website. Yes. Okay, now we know. All they're right, all from the same computer. Okay. Mine. <laughs> All right. So then, That's the same computer. <laughs> that doesn't make, count, man. By the way, a fifty-three gallon drum. For, for whatever reason, they don't sell a sixty-gallon drum of catch, uh, mustard. Fifty-three gallon drum of mustard, eight hundred and ninety dollars. Way more expensive oh, well, for mustard than ketchup. For good reason. The retail value of the first one would probably have been seven hundred and ninety dollars. So, <laughs> I like you got your calculator. Out. Oh, yeah. Well. All right. So. <laughs> We can't spend five minutes on each one. So the next one. I want to play cliffhangers with the, that yodeling guy who climbs the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good one. Yeah. Is that next? You can do that in the background. Can you yodel? <laughs> All right. Now they get, they get tougher or easier depending on what kind of person you are. The next one. <laughs> I had to research this. How much does an eight ball of cocaine cost? Barry, we'll start with you. Uh, Nailed I, it. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I would say uh, uh, $350. Adrian? So I don't price cocaine. Okay. 
So you I'm say, guessing Barry, he answered pretty quickly. So um, yeah. based on that. What are you going to say, 351, 349? I'm, I'm, I'm going with 351. That is right. bullshit. <laughs> Scott. I'm going to make Carol answer first this time since she – Go ahead, Carol. I think $750. Whoa. Okay. Oh. I'm going to say 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer just because it makes you look like you don't do drugs. However, Barry, it makes you look like you do do drugs because it's $350. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you very much. But what do I get? Do I win an eight ball for that? You know what? I found out why it's called an eight ball because it's an eighth of an ounce. Oh, oh very nice. I need that. And it's how much? Oh, wait, I didn't. $350? $350. Okay. Yeah. That was what it was on the way over here. It could be, could be different. Right. Now. And so is it New York or Detroit? Come on. Hudson Springs. Hudson Springs. This is in the internet state. All right. This is all U.S. prices. You did not get wait, right. you did not get that price off the internet. I did too. There's actually much more research on the cost of cocaine than some of this other stuff, mm-hmm. which leads to my next one. This is sort of out there, but this is was Karen's idea. Um, the 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 brand was her idea. The actual object was mine. How much is a Louis Vuitton foosball table? Wow. Oh. Well, you know, six thousand dollars. Oh. My, I mean, hell, if a purse is thirteen hundred, it's, it's a fair point. <laughs> my my gut was five thousand. Six? Did you say six thousand? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> is Carol taking a separate? You're going to take a separate guess, or are you going to go with Scott's guess? I'll take a separate guess. Go, go okay. ahead. No, no, no. I'm make him go first, <laughs> and then go a dollar over that bastard. <laughs> I should probably let you guys know there actually is no prize for any of this, so. Uh, no, no, make him go first. I'll go first, Carol. Okay. So you can go one dollar over me, and I'll still win it. I would say, you said six thousand. I'll go sixty-five hundred. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go eight thousand five hundred. She won. Everybody's got theirs in, right? Yes, like God, you guys, are, some... you guys don't run in the same wait, circles wait, I do. Did Adrian? Adrian didn't. Do I went low. Yeah, she went low. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? Five thousand. Oh, that's right. It is $87,000. Oh, my God. That's uh, for the leather one. The canvas you can get for 71000 Wow. <laughs> a billiard table, $151,000 for a Louis Vuitton billiard. And this is from the Louis Vuitton website, Adrian. Do they have the little LV logo all over the table? They have that shit all over the yeah. place, yeah. Does it come with an eight ball? <laughs> I, I would imagine. <laughs> Stuffed in each pocket, yeah. But it was a foosball table. <laughs> all right, I got like three more here. Um uh, how much is a cappuccino monkey? A who? A cappuccino monkey. You know, like the little organ grinder monkeys? Oh. Like a live animal? Marcel from Friends? Yeah, like a live uh, one. A live one. They're legal in some states, Ohio being one of them. Like you can go out and buy a cappuccino monkey. How we've we've not had this conversation before. That we can buy monkeys? Well, you think the inner circle needs a monkey? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it may be a budget, so let's go. Well, it's certainly more, in a, more of a budget than the Louis Vuitton, which I just gave you a hint. All right. So who's going to go first this time? I don't think there's any rules against owning any kind of wild animals in Ohio. Even if that guy loose, released all of his animals? In and, Zanesville. Yeah. Yeah, because he was dying. I thought, we, I thought they implemented some new laws after that. I, I'm not aware of that. Maybe no. you're right. I know that. I know prior to that you could own tigers and everything. There's no, there's no rules against it. You said to show that you were doing it safely. Hmm. All right. Monkey's legal. Go. Carol, you first. You haven't gone okay. first yet. Um, one thousand five hundred. Okay, twenty three thousand. Okay, holy crap! It's like solid gold monkey. <laughs> I was gonna say monkey's made of gold. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm leaning closer to Carol. Um, I'm gonna go with five thousand. Okay. I'd say twenty two hundred. All right, Adrian, you were closest. It was seven thousand dollars. Holy cow! All right, add it to the list. We now have a monkey in inventory. All right. Now, these last two get a little tougher. Actually, if I got that price of for the eight ball exactly right. I should win two eight balls, technically. All right. Fine. <laughs> Let me go out to my truck. I'll grab them. Um, what's the current, and I say current, black market value for a kidney? So the proverbial, you wake up in the bathtub on some ice, you reach around, 
in Are the we US. in Thailand or right. US? No, US. I told you this is all US dollar based. No, it can be US dollar based in Thailand. No, they don't sell those in Thailand. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. They don't have kidneys. What is the Thailand currency? Come on. Uh-huh. That's right, Adrian. Right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't know, do you? <laughs> trade trade mostly in euro and, and dollar right now. Yens. Yuans. Yan. Yan. All right, kidney. U.S. based. You wake up in Omaha <laughs> in a bathtub. Well, they wouldn't do that in Omaha. Those are nice people out there. Sure. $50,000. Wow. Yeah, I'm going with 75. Okay. 90. Okay. 100. $200,000. Really? Carol wins. Wow. That's high, actually. Kidney is the most sought-after organ because more people are on the kidney donation list. It's actually cheaper to get a heart, an Ill- well, an illegal heart, $150,000 for a heart. How much was the kidney again? I already forgot. Two- <laughs> $200,000? $200, Would you sell your kidney for 200000 right now? One kidney? You got an extra. No. Anybody? If you're the donor or the recipient, it's and your soul because you have to be COVID uh, vaccinated. That's a good point. Did you see that? No. Oh, there was a guy. Um, I was born free. I'm going to die free. And because uh, he doesn't want to get the COVID vaccine and it, they won't give him a kidney. Hey, Scott, Scott Ixnay on the politics. Hey. That, those were facts. Uh, but to That's your the same point. voice I did last week, too, by the way. <laughs> to so that's the only point, voice I got. Your point, Adrian, in Iran – which there is a legal market to sell your kidney, you can get it for two to four thousand yeah. dollars. Wow! Which cool. made me think. It's legal. Yeah. Well, that's what the computer said. Um, which made me think: Should there be like a, I don't know, like a travel agent, like for like organs? Like, let's say I need an organ. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, "Hey, Joe, maybe you want to go to Iran? You can stop in, you know, wherever." You can go on a cruise through the Mediterranean, then we can go over to Iran, you can get your cord, you know, your kidney, and it's much cheaper than $200,000. That's an exciting new business opportunity. I think you've stumbled across there, Joe. Adrian, will you back me on this? No. <laughs> oh, by the way, you don't um, want to think about it? It's <laughs> It makes me think of Hostel, and and oh. it's like the scariest movie to me. So, Well, I don't watch those movies anyways. Um, <clears throat> oh, that, that reminded me of two other things. First of all, you can get a skull with teeth. Human skull with teeth, twelve hundred dollars. Um, but that it brought up the question to, for me, which is, if you wanted to buy or you needed to buy a black market kidney, what degree of separation you would have to go to know somebody that could get you a black market kidney? I'd have to go pretty deep because I, I, there's no way anybody I know knows how to get a kidney. I don't know. But do you I think they like, know somebody that knows somebody? Like, is it a two degree, degree separation or? After I mean, last week, I feel like it's one degree. I was about to say, <laughs> I happen to have a brother that's a surgeon. So you're all one degree separated. He knows a guy. He knows so a guy. I could know you and then you have your brother. Correct. And then so, all right. So I'm probably three or four, maybe degree separation. And then all of our podcast listeners, if they know me, <laughs> then. They've got all, an in all, as well. all three of them. Most of them are related to you. <laughs> That's right. I think most of them are in this room. <laughs> okay, last one here, and then we'll wrap up. Um, with graduation coming up, you're probably planning on your graduation party. How much would it cost to hire Nickelback to play at your graduation party? Your dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Which is – that's not much for me, Barry. Come on. Huh? I would guess because uh, you're in a band, Barry. You know how much it costs. You just played last weekend. I used to hire bands when I was in high school and college too. Okay, Nickelback. I would say uh, they would probably be available for uh, fifteen grand. Well, so I actually did some research for Andy's fiftieth birthday, and the Toadies were That's ten grand. Toadies. Yeah. So I've never heard of them. Right until that. Exactly my point. So I'm going up because I think 15 is yeah. too low. Yeah, the toadies right. are doing 10. Um, I don't know how popular they are, but you're right. You're probably I, right. I, I'm thinking it's closer to 50, between 40 and 50. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So pick a number. Between 40 and 50. 45. <laughs> 45. 50,001. <laughs> Carol? Mm, Nickelback. Um, 
65,000. I don't get why they're so ridiculed. Like, I mean, it's not the greatest music ever, but. Yeah, but do you think they are $500,000 good? No. $500,000. So, and this is no actually way. a website, Adrian. It's a company that's in charge of booking bands. Okay, but that's list price, dude. Yeah, there's no way they're well, making that every count. night on a well, tour. Well, you think I can negotiate and negotiate them down to like 15 grand? Yeah. Yes. Barry? There's no way they're well, making that every can. night on a tour. There's no way. Well, then the stones aren't like the stones were listed as eight point four million dollars. Right. And wow. if you if you wanted to show up at your event, it's not part of their tour that they've booked. Yeah. That's what it would cost you. But that's got nothing. To oh, do. sorry. I should have prefaced that with the if Nickelback's not currently on tour and you want him at Dakota's graduation, it's going to cost you five hundred thousand. Yeah, I think that's the idea. Okay. It would not cost me five hundred thousand. What do you think you could talk Nickelback down to? Now that I know the list price, yeah, one twenty five. Challenge, wow. challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, so who all who all got one right? Barry nailed one. Adrian got one. I stole one. one Carol definitely got one. Carol got one. You stink, Scott. Yeah, probably do. (laughs) I'm I'm still stuck on this Nickelback. So, like, so tools coming to the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Mm -hmm. What the hell I think all this is called now? Um, On March 20th, what do you think they get for a show? Who is it? Tool. Tool. Oh, Tool. I mean, they're kind of obscure, but they're also kind of like they have rabid fans. So, what do you think they? More than five hundred thousand. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, probably maybe. Yeah, because they've been around for what, like thirty years? Yeah. I mean, I watched them on like uh, Sober was on Friday Night Videos in like the late eighties. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they would make that much for that show. If if you know if you wanted the sh- them to show up for some private event, yeah. Maybe, for sure, but not that not that night at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. You could do the math. You know how floor, many floor tickets are five hundred bucks. Well, let's let's save oh the math God. for another podcast. Boring. Nosebleed tickets are hundred. <laughs> no, we are going to do that. Okay, and then you carry the one. <laughs> Seems like a lot. All right, so then just a couple of I didn't. Look these up, but um, I was going to do ball testicles or bull testicles, like how much they cost per pound. Per That's pound cheap. cheap. What do you think it is? Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. Um, $4 a pound. Okay. I'm going with $7 a pound. Okay. Intuition said 20 Okay. 16 Wait, I'm, I'm going to do one of my... Uh, You've already submitted you your an answer, sir. No, I'm going to do a Woody Harrelson moment right here from Cheers. You're going to you're going to tell us a story about bull testicles. Yes, I am. Okay, good. That's why I hold, that's why I mentioned this because I knew that you would probably have a bull testicle story. So, which, by the way, four four to five dollars, like in a local market. But if you go to one of those exotic meat ones, about twenty dollars a pound. So that's a all, rip off. You're all kind of right. But go ahead, Scott. I know you okay. got a bull. So growing up on a beef farm, mm-hmm. we you know grew our own, right? And, you know, grandpa at 65 years old was out there like doing the thing. And we, we didn't eat them. We tossed them to the dogs. We raw? Loved, raw. Ugh. Dogs loved them, man. And they had the slickest coat a couple weeks later. They just looked great. Kind of yeah. like you fed them an egg? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's super rich in protein and fats. And Not, what that's you- it. I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm always surprised, you know, I've seen video of them cutting the balls off bulls. It it seems to bother them, but not as much as you'd think. You know? <laughs> really, Barry? Yeah, it's like they're like, oh, that that's that smarts, you know, and that's it. And they, they just walk away. So, you so know, I have a fun story. Thankfully, okay. they don't talk. So <laughs> same brother who's a surgeon, mm-hmm. he, he actually raised goats for a while. And uh, he had a male male goat who just kept having goat babies, and he got sick of it one day. So he decided he was gonna he was gonna do it on his own for the goat. So he castrated the goat. So he castrated frontier style. Correct. Um, as a surgeon, so he in, you know channeled his inner farmer. Did he like scrub in and everything? Did I think he, so. Like, but he, he, he made, and he made like, my nephews who were like teens at the time be like the you know in the OR the supporting group. Yeah. So wow. it, it pretty much traumatized like, them for yeah, life. Was, <laughs> was he like scalpel? And like one little kid's like, which one's a scalpel? <laughs> yeah, see, ours was like a pair of pliers and a rusty knife. And it's just like off of oh the bottom of the God. bag. And yeah. Well, you could have sold those for, well, you know, four or five dollars local. You could probably sold them for two fifty. So this town where we grew up, near where we grew up, has what they call the Testicle Festival. 
uh, it's Olean, Missouri, and it has the Testicle Festival, and they have like thousands of people come in for this thing now. And it's a it's a wide spot in the road. They have a sale barn for cattle. That's their claim to fame. But now they have this you know festival, and thousands of people come in for this thing, and it's a weekend long hoo ha. Oh, testicles. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? Road trip. <laughs> so when I talk about growth together, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> we came, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> right now, all of our fans, which is everybody in this room, is Googling like where that festival is. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the only other thing I, I searched for, and then we'll wrap it up, is um, <laughs> I searched for, and I did warn Karen about this. I searched for uh, how much does a year subscription to Ashley Madison Cost. Oh, I, no names, please. But I had a I had a friend who got caught up in that. Did he? I wouldn't call with him with the a whole friend. hack. Yes. Yeah. His name was on the list. Oh boy. Yeah. It was very. There's not like a f- flat fee. It was like you have to buy credits, and it was just really weird. And I was like, this is too confusing. So then I left the site. Then I went in and confessed to Karen. <laughs> I was just on the Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> What I found out was apparently it was just a bunch of bots that would like talk to you and pretend yes. to talk to you. And it wasn't none, – none of it was real. Yes. So I told his wife. I'm like, listen, none of this was real. He, yes, yes, he tried to cheat on you, but it didn't mean anything. So you covered for him. <laughs> I love it. Barry's always got your back. All right. So anyways, that was the pricing game. And I would just say that you fared well, Adrian. I wouldn't say you're the pricing queen out of this group, but – you're definitely in the court. Thank you. And that was your blind side. I, I'm sure my clients are very happy that I was average. <laughs> that you don't know how to price cocaine? <laughs> That's good. On, on the Ashley Madison topic. So, you know, we had that thing the, a few weeks ago where um, we looked at the podcasts around the, yeah. that are on the walls around here. One of them is uh, something about a sugar daddy. And mm-hmm. so I downloaded a couple episodes of that podcast and listened to it. And I've only listened to the parts of the first one. But it's um, it's this, like, couple – and he's, you know, they're they're in a sugar relationship where like he takes her out on oh, dates, sure. buys her stuff, and whatever. Wait, wait, wait! That's the actual pretense for the podcast. Yeah, it's called uh, "Confessions of a Sugar Daddy." I think <gasps> it's why, on the wall around here. Why have not listened to this? Wait, 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 wait! So is it always the same guy with the same girl in the podcast? Yeah, but then they have guests and stuff in. Apparently, I've, again, I've only listened to the first one, so they're doing like the whole intro. And wow! Yeah. All right. So rule, rule one of podcast is. Don't promote another podcast. <laughs> Unless it's crossover. Well, Unless it's crossover. Yeah, he's rich and she sounds hot. So, all right. She better be. Right. Well, <laughs> doesn't Adrian and Carol sound hot? And, well, I'm not rich. So, <laughs> all right. There goes that theory. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of getting rich and promoting podcasts, um, we got to pay the bills around here, right? <laughs> so, um, we got a commercial. Um, <clears throat> so, here we go. From the guys that brought you the chart-topping Blindsided podcast comes Blindsided the Soundtrack. Download today's hottest podcast songs, including hits from the film star turned pop sensation Andy G. My name is Andy, I'm a movie star. I like catch up and I run real far. Or how about Barry dropping some beats and raising the roof in Juniper and Jen? Barry in the house. Barry in the house. I am Barry and I like gin. It's probably why I don't got friends. I say Juniper, you say gin. Juniper! Then you're feeling the island vibes of Joey Jams. I got lots of buddies, man. My name is Joe and I got lots of buddies. One's name is Andy and he is kind of funny. Got another buddy and his name is Scott. He grew up on a farm. Cries an awful lot. I got many more. And one of them is Barry. Looks like he should be on a fishing ferry. And an oldie but a goodie from Scott. S C O T T S C O T T. I can spell my name, you see. S C O T T S C O T T S C O T T. Not creative in the least. S C O T T. Be one of the first 1,000 subscribers, and you'll get the bonus track from Karen. Joe, get closer to the microphone. Joe, get closer to the microphone. Joe, get closer to the microphone. We can't hear you. Blindside of the Soundtrack, Volume 1. Subscribe today. All right. So anyways, yeah, Volume 1. Blindside of the Soundtrack. 
Download it today. That was brilliant. Good job, Joe. The, the only thing you missed was fuck you, Joe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I should have my marriage. That'll be volume two. That's why I did, you know, we could do volume one, volume two, volume three. But I would, when, I, when I was making that, every time I got to the Karen one, I would just crack myself up. <laughs> All right. But anyways, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Good job, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I, I laughed so hard. It brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> I had another lyric for you, which we'll talk about not on the podcast because I didn't know how it would play out, but I thought that one fit well. I appreciate it. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever been on a fishing ferry, to be honest. (laughs) I know, but it rhymed. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, um... I guess we can... I've been hogging the microphone, but uh, Scott, you got anything? You're doing an amazing job. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, that's right. We got to do something because Barry's got to cut out early. I got two minutes. So we're going to do What's That Smell first, and then um, we'll carry on. Can't say it. You know what that is. She knows what it is. Come on. If you don't, don't look. Don't look. No peeks. You know what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows what that is, except Adrian. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it, but <laughs> I can't say I don't know what it is. Is it? Should I go first? Because yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like a mothball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was gasoline. As soon as you Naphthaline. said mothball, it made sense. But my first thought was formaldehyde. Do you want to smell it again? No. No. As soon as, soon as you said mothball, I remember what it was. But then that got me thinking: Who uses mothballs anymore? Right. Apparently, Barry. Those were in a box in my. Those were in a box in my garage, just in case. Wow. Mm. That's disgusting. Good to be I can see why I'm off to be like, fuck it, I'm out of here. This shit sinks. You could probably like shoot it down a zombie's throat or something and stop them. What's the mothball made out of? Naphthalene. <laughs> what in the hell? Don't is, you, don't is you it know a similar that? chemical <laughs> If there was anybody at this table that I knew would know it, it would come from that section. It would come from the <laughs> Brandstetter section. And one of you is going to tell me the chemical breakdown of that as well like you know how many twos and o's and i can't do oh that i don't know that i used to be able to yeah i know you could but i want to look it up versus formaldehyde now i can't get it, out of it my... also has an industrial use that's uh, <laughs> are not agricultural there's an agricultural use so you can like sometimes spray well it's disgusting and i can still smell it naphthalene's compound is c10h8 it's a cyclic hard hydrocarbon. Should I see the structure? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought it would look like. Yeah, exactly. Scott's holding up his phone with like the carb with the structure of the I don't know what do you call those atoms? Molecule. Uh, molecules. <laughs> One of the two. God, I just I prove my ignorance every time we start this broadcast. Well, right. I mean, you haven't had organic chemistry too twice, like I have. No, but in college I did take uh Space physics, astronomy and space oh. physics. So you would think that I took a college level space physics class. Wow. I space physics was the name of it? Astronomy and space physics. So one of my scouts last night had his Eagle Board of Review. He this this guy is getting his he he graduated from high school mm-hmm. in December. He's graduating from university in the spring. He's going straight into a PhD program as an eighteen year old. And he's been accepted into PhD programs that only accept 10 people per year. He's incredibly brilliant, and it's just so really cool to know him. Well, see, he'll be my – so you will be my one degree of separation from that dude. Yeah, when he cures cancer. And whatever he accomplishes, right. yeah. yeah. All right, so um, – Oh, and by the way, he's doing RNA um, research on cellular you know, biology. He says that the vaccines are safe. Oh, there's our PSA announcement. Yeah, thank God. Now that I have three in me, thank God they're safe. <laughs> three different ones, like a Molotov cocktail. Um, all right, so then the other thing that we were going to blindside you and Barry and maybe myself is, Adrian, don't you dabble in something else? I dabble in a lot. I know you do. That's what makes you so super interesting. Witchcraft. That's exactly what we're going to Close do. Close to. <laughs> Close to it. So... I had asked Adrian if while she was on, if she could read our tarot cards. Oh, yes. Now, 
I didn't want to tell you, Scott, because to me, this is a blind side. I fear having my tarot cards read because I don't want to get that proverbial death card. But I knew that you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super interesting. It is super So it's not really a blind side for you. So, so I actually did this yesterday for somebody. And don't they, don't they tell got, me it they came got, true. They got the death card yesterday. Are they still alive? Um, they got it reversed. We'll explain that in a minute. Oh god! So they're gonna live forever. So there's like a good death card and a bad death card. No. Oh god. <laughs> All right. So I didn't know whether we should do one of us or both of us or like how long is it going to take? Well, we got all day, but um, it won't take long. We'll do a fast one. Okay. Then I definitely there's think a lot of different ways to do it. We'll then just I do definitely we'll think just do a short read. Scott should go first. Then. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I, I can't, can't wait. And I will describe it. So uh, Adrian's got a big right stack of open. scary cards. We just cleared out some space on the table. And now she's going to deal. I don't know. Like, does everybody get a face-up card and then a oh. few face-down like poker? No, it's not. Okay. Like All right. So, Scott, oh. you have to think of a, a really important question that you would like some self-insight about today. Is he supposed to share it? No. No. Okay, no. good. It's like your birthday wish. You can't share it. Yeah, no, right. And when you're ready, I want you to take a card. Oh my God, he's actually thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just going to draw a card. Go ahead. All right, put it down. Nope, nope. Put it down. Okay. Oh, there you did go. I ruin it? No. All right, now take another card. Oh, I'm nervous for you, Scott. And oh, that one looks exactly the same. One more card. Oh, that's right, because they're face down. I want that one. Okay. Oh, sorry. You're okay. peeking. All right. He um, doesn't know what they mean anyway, I, so know. it's okay. So this represents your past okay. in regards to the question. This is the present and this is the future. All right. Oh. Um, All right. I can't believe I'm saying this because this is what Karen would say. You need to speak in the microphone. Sorry. Thank you. All right. So we just went through the past, present, and future. We're doing a short read. Okay. You can flip over the first one. This is the past. Drum roll. So in the past, that is the five of wands. Hmm. Oh, that sounds serious. So, it's a bunch of men in tights with sticks. Well, and that's, you know, I was going to... One in polka dots. There's a lot of touching of, you know... Rods? Sort of rods, like wands, yeah. Mm, so and, you're past. And five men. Was there like some question about <laughs> what kind sexual of orientation past? at some point? Wait, we, I thought we learned from last week. We weren't supposed to go there. <laughs> that's right. This is why Joe's back. Yeah. Uh, he used to ride motorcycles, which, could, you know... It's a rod. No? I'm sorry? Nothing. I was, I was trying to get Scott out of the hole. He's digging himself in with the his past <laughs> involves touching rods. <laughs> Men touching rods. Rods touching rods, it looks like to me. All right. What, are you Googling it? No, I don't have them all memorized. This is not my day job. All right. Just give me one second. I got it. Um, we should have her hypnotize us on a future. Sometime. That I can do. Yeah. Hell no. She's yeah. a much better hypnotist. I, I, I want to be hypnotized. I can do hypnotism anytime you want. All right. So men in tights. Um, the meaning is uh, <laughs> it indicates friendly competition like a sporting event. See, there you go. It's yeah, past. Yeah. yeah. An opportunity to put skills to test and come out stronger for it. A demand for your full energy and attention in battle. Okay. Take care to ensure the spirit of competition doesn't turn to petty squabbles, that there are no winners. Oh, I'm all about win-win. The most straightforward way to understand the five, Very of, win-win. five of wands is that it can describe any situation where energy is wasted. Maybe you were giving your energy away by getting into petty squabbles on social media. <laughs> Maybe you're too invested in disagreement or dispute. You won't get anything out of it in the end. <clears throat> Maybe the person or persons you engaged in competition with are cheating the system. In any case, when you see this card, see what endeavors or fights you've engaged in that were a waste of time mm. regarding that question. Definitely social media. Uh, yeah, social media. I've spent way less time on that. All it's right. page three of my phone. It is. It yeah. is in your past. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. So that was past. That was past. That now was past. present. Okay. Present. the question. The Two moon. dogs howling at the moon. All right. That sounds serious. I feel like there's a song that goes along with this. Two dogs howl at the moon? Well, howl at the moon. S-C-O-T-T. S-C- so no. the moon's upside down. Is it? Yes, it's reversed. So the best way to think of the energy of the moon reversed 
It was upside down, right? When you were looking at it, you see, the moon was upside down to you. Oh, okay. Well, because I turned it toward you. Oh, did it come upright when you first yeah. put it down? Okay, I didn't notice that. All right, so it's different. It's a big deal if you turn it upside down. All oh, right. No, I'm, I'm moon, moon upright it toward Madame Adrian. Okay. So when you see this card appear in the reading, things might be confusing in your life right now. Sometimes it can indicate that there's secrets being kept from you. There's a piece of puddle mi- puzzle missing. I feel like I completely understand the situation. It can mean coming in contact with somebody of uh, some of the life's larger mysteries and need for patience while you try to make sense of them. Think of the fable of the blind men and the elephant. Each of them saw the elephant for them from a limited perspective. But there's so much more to the elephant that they were than they were perceiving. What does the 18 mean? Uh, Roman numeral 18. So that's just the number of the card. Okay. So <laughs> it's to help Adrian find I mean, it. When so these are minor through. arcana and this is major arcana. So these um, have different, it's like a five of hearts or whatever. This this is an actual so, special card. This is a special card. So you don't need to worry about that. Oh, I knew Scott would be into this. I knew he would be like, oh my gosh, what's this mean? What's this mean? <laughs> well, I mean, there, there's a lobster crawling out of the water and a friend invited us to a crawfish boil yesterday. Oh. <gasps> For, uh, oh, yeah. for Good Friday. Yeah. Shit just got real. Yeah, yeah. This is this is real stuff. All right, you ready for the future? So this is this is the answer to the question. This is the outcome. So the outcome is... Ooh, it's upside down. It's a page of swords. Oh, so peace in my life. And it is reversed. Oh, it's reversed. Maybe it's not peace. No, well, swords would be violent. So because it's reversed, it's peace. Damn it, you're right. Okay, so um, swords again... There seems to be something phallic in that, but I won't say anything about that. Um, so, it's a lady holding the phallic device, though, right? Isn't that female? <laughs> Even better. I don't know if it's, she goes by he, she, her, yeah, or not. Gender. I, I don't know, I don't, yeah, I don't know her Scott. pronouns. Gender indeterminate. <laughs> okay. For the future, the child who never stops asking why, the child who wonders what will happen if you pour all the laundry detergent in the bottle into the washing machine. That's me. These are examples yeah. of the page of swords reversed. Life isn't boring. We're quiet with them. No. They sometimes have a hard time understanding and acceptable boundaries and behavior. Oh, so true. <laughs> Last week was an example. Focusing on things that are of no natural inclination from um, for might be a challenge. They have some sneaky tendencies as well. So that's your future. We need Karen here to read these in the future. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm not reading well. All yeah. right. We're never doing this again because it creeps me out. All right. Well, we're doing you next. Did you get an answer? From your question? Oh, yeah. He forgot it the already. The question you remember that he your question? didn't tell us, so now he doesn't remember. My entire life has been changed by this. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think we're You're the best thing that question. ever happened to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hypnosis, <laughs> hypnosis worked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to pay for a schedule a, a, schedule a session. Pay All right. for, for hypnosis? Yeah. So is he supposed to share what he was? He can. It's not like it's so going to undo th- the universe. All right, when you do me, it. I'm going to think of a question right now that I want to answer, and I will share it when we're done. So you guys talk amongst yourself while I think about something. We have two minutes left. All right. It'll take less than two minutes. This time. Right, you, should, question, you should cut um, the deck, though. Oh, me? Yeah, you should. Okay. I, I should have had Scott cut the deck. Oh, so his is invalid oh, now? Yeah. His is invalid. All right. Would you like your tarot cards read? <laughs> Okay, I got it. First question. Okay, so that's your past. Oh, my past. Mm-hmm. Present. Present. Okay. All right, and future. And that's the outcome of the question. Okay. All right. This one? So in the past. Oh, that, so looks, that looks ominous. That is six. the six of cups. You look like a peasant. So um, have you been drinking too much, Joe? Have you looked at the table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This. All right. So the six of cups. This is going to creep me out when you guys figure Re- out. What- this is reversed, right? Mm-hmm. It's upside down. Yep. So when the six of cups reverse comes up in a reading, it can indicate you might be stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to relive past joys. But remember, you have to live in the now, Joe. This car can also indicate tendency to overlook some of the less stellar aspects of the past. You might find some of the darker aspects of your past resurfacing. Oh, God. Mm, sorry, Joe. This that sounds so, like, like... This is so spot on to the question that I asked myself, but go ahead. It's creepy. This sounds like he's like singing a lot of uh, musical songs. Do we have a word of the day, by the way? 
I was thinking he was going back to Middletown. Oh. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to act. When we do get to the word of the day, it can't be me. It's got to be one of you guys. But I think it should be Carol because she has the word of the day. She has right. the best words. Okay. All the words. Uh, so we're back to swords. Mm-hmm. So apparently you have same issues as um, Scott does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're all pointing toward his crotch. Right. Seven swords. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's right. This is also reversed. So reversed might be a sign that you may not be as smooth smooth as you think you are. <laughs> Where's Karen? <laughs> Attempts at cleverness come out wrong or completely fail. It can also indicate that now is the time to be 100% honest with someone else. If you've made a mistake, just admit it. You're better off in the end. Okay. Yep. It still applies. I disagree. Joe is even smoother than he thinks he is. He sells himself short, if anything. You're questioning the cards on witchcraft? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like. I want Scott to read mine. That's even better. All right. Last this one. This is the future. This is the outcome of the question. This is the important one. Oh, God. Oh, this is the hangman, <laughs> and it's upright. That's the tree it's upside- in yoga. Oh, my God. I'm hung. That's got to be a death card, right? It's not a death card. That's not what I thought when you said you are hung. But I'm bomb. All right. The imagery of this card is something of a u- visual pun. It's about seeing things from an atypical perspective. Okay. The card can indicate a difference in points of view or let you know that you might see another angle of a situation you're not seeing clearly. It can also indicate you need to go against expectations, which might be un- uncomfortable for you. But you will be wiser for it in the end. In the movie Dirty Dancing, <laughs> once. <laughs> that was the best soundtrack, by the way. <laughs> Baby saw the world from a view outside of her upper crust perspective. She took actions that defied the conventions she grew up with. So in the wisdom of dirty dancing. <laughs> Which is where I, I get all my advice from. Wait, wait. Do we need to credit the, the site that you use there? So, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. So uh, this was from psychic, so, psychicsource.com. Okay. So my question. In the, the middle, the first two applied – the last one, not so much. <laughs> and my question was, am I going to be hungover tomorrow? Ah. So cool. the first one you guys were talking about cups and stuck in the past. Yeah. I don't think I can drink like Crossing a 20 years old. Yep. Yeah. And then the other, the middle one was, um, and the sword's pointing at my crotch. I don't know. He's kind of licking that one. <laughs> yeah, right. A- admit that you're drinking today. <laughs> yeah. Admit that I'm drinking today. Um, the other one, uh, yeah, it didn't really apply. Well, it's a different perspective on hu- being hungover. So maybe tomorrow you wake up and say, hey, it's okay. I'm entitled. I'm, a, I'm, entitled, I'm entitled to, to live an abundant life. All right. But see, with the um, the sun and behind his head, it's kind of a Christ-like figure. Right. Hence the name St. Joe. Joe. St. Joe. That's right. Yeah. It, it's confirmed. And after last week, we've definitely moved you toward the sainthood. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> last week, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so Carol, we normally have like a word of the week, which is like a new word that like, I've got a very limited vocabulary, which you probably have noticed because I've used harrowing two or three times already when I was explaining that video. And I actually had to Google harrowing to make sure I was, <laughs> I was using it correctly. I, I learned a new word today. Okay. What is it? Junta. Oh my God. What, what is it? What? It's been around since... Um, that lady over in But I Burma. didn't know how to spell it. Wait, what is the word again? And pronounce it. Junta? Junta. A, mi- a Junta. military, a group of military leaders. Who take over, over by countries. force. Yeah, by force. By force. Had no but clue. it's like spelled? In Burma. Burma. Uh, dude, you're looking at me like I should know. <laughs> He's looking at me like, Burma, dude, Burma. Okay, uh, but here's the interesting part to me. Here's the interesting part to me. It's spelled J-U-N-T-A. Junta. It's Spanish. All right. That actually makes sense to me. I'm just saying that for me, it was new today because like it was one of those words that is like in print and I've heard it, but I hadn't put them together. Wow. I know. You don't read much, do you? I don't. Well, wait a minute. You're giving her crap for actually knowing it, but not knowing how to spell it. But I have no clue. You didn't hear about the junta in Burma? No. When Aung San Suu Kyi was being like held in house arrest. (laughs) And in fact, where in the hell have you been? You guys are way more red than we are. Yeah. (laughs) Man. I mean, I'm going to save it after the podcast to ask you what Burma is. Yeah. I I can answer that one. You may also (laughs) know it as Myanmar. (laughs) No, not me. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think with that, we're going to wrap up. We're going to buy you a subscription to NPR. (laughs) As opposed to Ashley Madison? Yes. Yes. (laughs) See how I brought everything back there? (laughs) 
<laughs> that was brilliant. Thank you. That, that's why I'm here. Adrian, Carol, thank you. See, it wasn't that bad, right? I loved it. I it's think just this might like, been our best ever. It's just kind of like when we're hanging out at the house, right? Which is yeah. really what spawned this whole, hey, let's do a podcast. Anyways, thank you guys for coming. Loved your input and your take. Scott, as creative as ever. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you. Um, Andy, rumor has it, he's also going to be out next week. So oh. um, we'll have to I, find. You did an awesome job. Thank yeah, you. Thank you're you very, very good much. at hosting. I almost want to end it with... Um, uh, I want to end it with this just so we can, you know, get some more subscribers. From the guys that brought you the chart-topping Blindsided podcast comes Blindsided the Soundtrack. Download today's hottest podcast songs, including hits from the...